Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? Welcome back to Blitzgrid Squad. I am Wesley Seeley, joined alongside Shane Smith. Thanks for joining us as we dive into the Week 7 preview. Steelers-Titans, We I feel like this is deja vu. <laughs> yeah, this is a part two because of the game that never was. Yeah. Um, although they were 3-0 back in the day, both of them, a couple weeks ago, and uh, now they're both 5-0, so they, they decide to keep everything on track. It's like. still undefeated, undefeated, yep. I like it. Yeah, it should be a great game, man. Um, there was big hype leading up to that game, and now there's still probably bigger hype leading up into this game. Yeah, I would say so, especially, uh, you know, they both kind of have beaten proven opponents. Yeah. Uh, one in the, you know, the Titans beat the Bills, and we beat the Browns. Um, so, so now people can't say, well, they've only won by so-and-so points, right. or, you know, they, they've only done this or only done that. People are still going to say it, yeah. Um, but we, we can at least say, listen, we've checked another thing off the list. Uh, and you're right. Honestly, you know, I was excited about the Browns game, but I'm really excited for this game. I, I'm just super excited to see if we keep the momentum going, um, specifically on defense for just overall. Uh, you know, I, I know we lost a big piece, but yeah. uh, I, I just would love to see the continued with, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to you know be shy about it i've i've dogged on our dbs mm-hmm. uh you know they, they played really well last game and uh i i would like to to see that continue along with that rushing defense uh especially against you know i i'm sure we knocked the browns down so they may so the titans may be the number one rushing team in the league yeah now. after last week with the browns it might um, be so it, it's kind of number one against number one again i think yeah um It'll be cool to see uh, how this game plays out because, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, we have the, what, number two ranked rushing defense in the league. And uh, I don't know what the Titans is. Like you said, it might have changed because Browns completely flip-flopped what Titans ran for over 200 and the Browns ran for under 100. Yeah. Um, And the Browns had looked really solid up leading up to that point. So um, I think the big key that we talked about to this game was can the Steelers top stop Derrick Henry? Like, he's going to be the main factor that the Titans go through. And they might try to move around, I guess. They might try to switch up their um, game plan a little bit for this game because they know we're a good run defense and they know we're going to try to stop him. Right. So they might try to come out and pass a little bit more, but we've got to stop Derrick Henry for sure. Yeah. Like that's, And I'm sure that's what Tomlin and everybody's pushing in practice is just like we're stopping 22. I thought mm-hmm. it was funny that – uh, I don't know if you saw this. Mike Tomlin came out and said it's like Bud Dupree running the the ball. Oh but yes, faster. I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's like you got this beefy dude that's just running. Like I think they said he clocked at like twenty one miles an hour on that ninety four oh, yarder. He's massive. Like nice. when he starts barreling, he's literally like a big barrel rolling down a hill that just continues to speed up right. the more he runs. And, and it's just crazy. Like most in today's NFL, it's like okay. You know, if you give your your running back twenty touches, that's that's about all the more you want because eventually they're going to wear down. This guy does not. Yeah. Like, sure, he's had his fair share of injuries here and there, but this guy just continues. Like, I, I want to say it was week one, he went over a hundred yards and he he'd touched the ball like thirty two or thirty five times or something like that. And I'm sure he probably wasn't even tired after the game. Probably like, not. This guy is a massive, like, muscular Jerome Bettis. He is. He is a tank. Because Jerome Bettis was kind of a ball at the end of his career where he just kind of barreled through people. Yeah. But, like, this guy is just so fit, so agile, yep. like, just a massive freak of nature. Yeah. Um, 
that uh, that really is is you know if we're going by the we're choosing one person to stop it's got to be him yeah oh yeah this is going to be uh, for overall team and for overall player it's going to be our, our biggest test yet mm-hmm. and honestly um i kind of i'm kind of more nervous about this game than i am against the ravens honestly yeah i i would agree this you know something's going on with the ravens i'm not sure what something's going on with them um Offensive passing hasn't looked great, and their defense is looking very suspect in, in many places to where the Titans' defense looks, looks suspect, but their offense is just lighting it up. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's running through that play action. Uh, yep. Derrick Henry's just literally bowling over people. Mm-hmm. And, and they just they resemble a lot like us. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their only blowout was against the Bills, a good team. Our only blowout was against the Browns. Every other opponent that they've played, in, you know, and same with us, have been kind of the underdog teams. Yeah. And we've won ugly, they've won ugly, we've won well, they've won well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just weird because it's kind of like we're mirroring ourselves. Yeah. Um, and it, it could have even been that way early on in the season. We just didn't see it. And so now we got a couple more games under the belt to see and be like, man, like yeah. – this team, it's got something about it. It's, it's got that oomph about it that just kind of resembles a lot like us. And who knows? You know, that that could come back late in the year. This could be a very important game Oh yeah, for, you know, home field advantage later yeah. on in the year. Yeah, so. for sure. And I kind of wonder, too, um, I, I just kind of thought about this. Uh, I wonder if the Steelers players will want to play almost with like a – not a chip on their shoulder, but almost with with a little something extra because of how things turned out, and the, the Titans basically screwing them out of their buy. You know what I mean? It's almost right. like, hey, like you kind of you kind of did us dirty because you guys didn't follow protocols and screwed up our schedule. So now we're gonna like give it to you, like <laughs> we're gonna hand it to you. I I would love for them to come out the way that they came out with the Browns game. Like they were very professional, very like yeah. nonchalant, especially as the Browns players are like, "This one's for Miles." Yeah, and, yeah. You know, kind of jarring about and stuff like that. I would love for it to kind of be like this, where they go in just showing no emotion, then when they get on the field, they just let everything out. Right. Um. That that would just be uh, amazing to to see, and uh, I I honestly think that they will. Um, you know, they're a little bit upset about it and, and just kind of want to prove not only, hey, we're here, we're here to stay, um, but also, like, listen here, boys. <laughs> like, yeah, don't <laughs> you're screwing us over and you're only getting hit with a fine after everything. That came out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I just got to thinking about that. I wonder if it'll kind of make them play with a little something extra. You never know. I mean, like Ebron wasn't happy with it. A bunch of other players weren't happy with it. So you right. never know. They might kind of take it and be like, "Hey, you know what? These, this is the team that that could just put a put us in a predicament um, mm-hmm. early in the year and made us put an early buy on." So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But um, I kind of think so. So back to Derrick Henry, I kind of wonder. I and I saw this on uh, the Chris Sims show. They had mentioned if Derrick Henry has one weakness, it's about kind of getting going and i don't mean in the game i kind of mean in the play so like when he gets a handoff if it takes him a couple seconds to get that (laughs) massive frame going once Mm -hmm. he gets it going then i mean he's off to the races or he's you know bowling like a wrecking ball down the hill but um if i could kind of see this working in our favor if 
they're able, like TJ and Bud are able to get off the edge really quick and kind of stuff it in the backfield, almost like we did with Saquon mm-hmm. before the play even starts. Because if you can get him before he starts rolling, um, you're gonna be you're gonna be in a, a a great position to really control the running game and the rushing the defense there. Um, I kind of wondered that was a great point on Chris Sims show. I, I, I heard that. I was like, yeah, that's a good point. It, mm-hmm. He's really a great back, but if there is one weakness, that's it. Right. And, and it's something where when you go to hit him, you can't level the guy cause the guy is just going to throw you off, wrap him up. Right. Uh, you have to wrap him up. And yeah, you know, I, I'm sure sometimes you want to inflict those big hits to say, listen, don't try this again. But with Derrick Henry, don't do that because if he breaks yeah. your tackle, he it could get him going. And another thing I heard too was like, don't be scared to hit him because a lot of times he can come off as intimidating, which I'm sure he does. Like he's massive, dude. He's fast, and you saw what he did to Josh Norman. <laughs> I'm sure everybody in the world did by now. But it's like, you you just got to know. You, you just got to know almost mentally. You you think you're gonna win that battle against mm-hmm. him every single time. Uh, yeah, I would like us to go for an approach. Like, if we have two people there, one person goes down low to wrap him up, like wrap him at his legs, right. and the other guy hit him high. Right. Um, you know, that that would be the safest way. You know, you, you're kind of stopping him or slowing him down by wrapping up around his ankles or something like yeah. that. And then the other guy's just clocking him, you know, yeah. and, and kind of giving him that, like, I don't want to get hit anymore mentality. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, really, it, it all stems through him. You know, yeah. not that Tannehill is not a good, you know, hasn't hasn't looked like a great quarterback since coming to the Titans. Right. Um, but I, I do believe that it all comes through Henry. Mm-hmm. When, when Henry struggles, that offense struggles in general because your play action isn't working right. and, and you just kind of have to change your whole, For sure. whole game plan around it because, like, if if Henry was to you know have thirty carries but only have fifty yards, right, you're not going very far with these carries, and now you're relying on Ryan Tannehill, and and it kind of comes into last week's thing where, do you trust Ryan Tannehill to beat Ben, right, you know, in, in a showdown, uh, especially with our defense compared to their defense, mm-hmm. and and I just don't think that uh, that it's possible. Yeah, and the other thing that we haven't mentioned. Um is that Taylor Lewan? He went down with that torn ACL, torn ACL and so. that's on Bud's side, right? Yeah, on right. Bud Dupree's side. Right. So, so. A- unless they move, unless the right tackle's that good, and they move him and over to him the over. left side, um, I-, I know they had the guy come in with the left side, and immediately as soon as he came in, JJ Watt lined up over there, came through, barreled through, got a strip sack. Oh, that was the strip and, sack play. And yes, that was right after Lewan went out. After that, the guy kind of settled in. But if that's any indication. I mean, oh, you're, yeah. you're going from Lawan an all-pro, to whomever. And, and it's kind of like we said last week with that teller at right guard going to Chris Hubbard. Yeah. Hubbard may play okay, but when you're ranked the number one, there's a drop-off no matter where you go. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with Lawan. I yeah. mean, he, he is the heart and soul of that offensive line. Yeah, with him going down, that's a huge blow probably to the running game and the pass protection being on his blind side. Whew, that yeah. could go. That could that could be a huge difference maker in this game. And, and and somebody might step up, like you said. They might jumble them around to just make the best fit for for this season, mm-hmm. and especially for this game because of our defense. But man, if 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 we can stuff the run like you said, and then Taylor Lewan is out with with, I don't know. He's probably one of the best pass protectors. As I would a say so. And, and I mean, he's a solid run blocker too. Right. They've said running to his side. Um, this year they've averaged 3.9 yards per rush wow. going to his side so that's that's four yards rush which doesn't sound like a lot 
But if you're literally running it through Derrick Henry, who can literally take that hit after hit, that's four yards of carry. Literally, run, 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 first down. Run, yeah. run, run, first down. That's literally eating up so much clock right. to where the other opposition isn't getting that chance to do it, and you're just wearing that defense out for that play action, for those long bombs or, yeah. or something like that. And it's hard to say because it's like I think they talked about um, the Browns' li- the Browns' offensive line is – was is really good mm-hmm. like so the test that we had against them it was a good test to see kind of where we were at for our pass rush and we showed up like we showed up and, and really dominated that game but and it'll be tj watt finally got a holding call called for him. i know i saw that it's like wow they are, <laughs> they are calling that this year um but it is hard to tell because like Tannehill hasn't seen a pass rush like the steelers yet Right. So yeah, he has looked good, and he he's had a great running game to do it. So like you said, if you stuff if you stuff the run, you have the injury to the one, and then he's facing a pass defense and it, just a rush defense like ours. Um, I know uh, they had gone and talks about how the Steelers defense can give you so many different looks pre-snap and give you so mm-hmm. many confusing looks. And Baker on that that pick six to Minka, it was like he saw the two high safeties pre-snap and then just went with it. He didn't. He didn't uh, make through. He didn't go through any reads after uh, after his pre snap. So it was like, oh, you didn't see Minka drop down from his, his, his right. Uh, I mean, he he had predetermined that, and that's something that I'd like to see if Tannehill gets that same way if things are going. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is, is like, he just gonna pre read that and say, okay, I, I'm immediately gonna go to this slot guy based on what this looks, or okay, I need AJ Brown, or I need uh, is it Conley? Is that the one wide receiver? Um. I don't know all of their AJ. Oh, AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ Brown, and I want to say Humphreys is one. Adam, possibly, and Johnu Smith. Yeah, Johnny um, Smith or tight end. Uh, but uh, it, and so it'll be interesting to be like, okay, I got to get this guy involved no matter what, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of ignore the look because it's playing a bad game, um, you know, offensively, or he's getting hounded, or I, right. I mean, honestly, at, at least one, if not, eh. I, I'd say at least the second pick that Cam Sutton did last week was brought to you by pressure. Right. I, I mean, Tan, you know, uh, not Tannehill, Mayfield didn't know where to go with the ball mm-hmm. and, and was just like, I honestly, I, I'd be interested to see if he was trying to throw that out of bounds or if he was actually trying to throw that to the receiver Oof. because that was one heck of a get up by Cam Sutton. I mean, he flew up to yeah, get that. Yeah, he did. Um, which I'm not sure was that Cam's first career interception? No, he had one against um Philip Rivers against the Chargers last year. Oh, well that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um but uh I mean cuz he may have even been trying to get rid of it and just didn't have enough oomph on it and <laughs> yeah, you know just he just goes up and and grabs it. So I I I think Tannehill's still a better quarterback than Baker. Mm-hmm. Um but I could see where just based on week to week the Browns offense resembles very very similarly the titans offense and they work with the run to to set up the play action and the passing right if we can eliminate that and make them Mm one-dimensional i just seen it being another long day for a team that we're playing yeah and the other thing is is like if if our defense plays anything like they did sunday against the browns man i honestly would trust our defense over any offense in the league honestly if they play like that that was lights out defense. Yeah, secondary looked great. Linebackers looked great. Uh, the the front, uh, the guys up on the line looked awesome. Just dominating performance all around for the defense. So like, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to trust our defense over Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, which those two have looked great. No disrespect there. Those guys have looked great this year, but I just trust our defense. If they look like that, not like I'm not saying against the Eagles because we looked a little bit, we looked <laughs> right. poor against the Eagles. But if they if they come back and correct some of the things and, and use what they did last week and use that mm-hmm. against the tan or the Titans, because like you said, Titans do run a pretty similar offense like the Browns, so they could probably use a lot of what they did last week, mm-hmm. implement it for this week. Um, it would be interesting to see how it turns out, but ultimately, I, I'm trusting our defense. Oh yeah, I I think our defense will show up and say listen you know i mean we still haven't given up a 300 yard passer on the year um let alone we haven't given up 100 yards rushing i I mean and that's that's a statement (laughs) because when when you're talking about eagles who miles sanders went off for 74 on one play right and then we only held him to 94 yards total that's just absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. and so it's one of those where I'm sure eventually we'll give up a hundred yard, but I just don't feel like it's this week. I, I I just think that we're we're coming in, you know, mad and and something else that maybe the steel maybe the Steelers are irritated. Maybe it's just us fans that are irritated. Is and I'm not sure if you noticed this. Where's the talk about the Steelers being a good team after they absolutely demolished the Browns? It oh, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the Steelers' defense is legit, and that's why they struggled. It was, is Baker Mayfield their quarterback? Yeah, I know. Like, talking about changing or trading or possibly getting Ryan Fitzpatrick or something like that as their quarterback. And it's like, okay, so you're still saying that this was just a fluke and that the Browns were being the Browns and that we need to prove ourselves again. So our defense may even be hot for that and say, listen— we're going to show you, and then you're going to say, hey, oh, is Tannehill really Tannehill being 5-1? and one? <laughs> Like, it's just like we don't seem to get the love on things like that, and, and I, I really think that probably ir- at least it irritated me last week. So yeah. I don't think that that would go to the players too, saying, we played our hearts out. We absolutely killed these guys, and, and you're not giving us any credit whatsoever. <laughs> it is funny to see, like, I saw in a bunch of uh... – I can't think. Maybe Yahoo, ESPN, NFL, like our our power rankings. We're in the top like three or four almost Mm -hmm. in every single one. And it's like, wow, it's funny to see that. But, yeah, you're right. Almost all the headlines that came out um, from all the the platforms, you know, ESPN, NFL Network, they were just talking about, is Baker the guy? Is Baker the guy for your futures? They didn't really talk too much about the Steelers, but I'm almost kind of fine with just letting us fly fly (laughs) under the radar. Just keep talking about other teams. Let us do our thing just quietly. We'll just sneak by. And uh, I kind of like that, honestly. And I, 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 I'm a little bit worried. Not worried, I guess, is the right word. But it's almost uh, a catch-22, I guess. Maybe it's like if you win the next two games, Titans-Ravens, people are going to be talking. About oh, for Steelers. sure. <laughs> At that point. I mean, even if you, you win one out of the two, people are still going to be talking about us. But, yeah, you win both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're gonna be all over. Yeah, you're gonna definitely be talking, um, especially for the the records and things like that that we would be holding. Right. Um. And and you're right, kind of staying under the radar. I I think the team likes that, but they also use it as fire. Like, yeah. And I'm cool with that. I yeah, like that. They're like, hey, you know, we we hear this guy Pat Mahomes and them saying, oh, the they're, he he wasn't playing well, but the running did well. Or yeah. Baker may not be the guy. Or Tua's starting. Be and you know, it was very unexpected. All these headlines and nothing about the Steelers were where the Steelers, you know, they're calm, cool, and collected on the outside. But I think inside, they're like, listen, like, 
why aren't we talking about right. like we maybe we yeah. need to show more maybe we need to do more and so yeah. in turn they just they just light a fire under themselves and and kind of use it as that chip on their shoulder to uh to kind of continue and, and further themselves, at, at least on defense. On offense, they don't have to really do a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I almost kind of think that Tomlin, like, enjoys that, though, just kind of oh, yeah. being low-key because there's been so much noise in the locker room over the past couple of years. <laughs> it's just like, let's just stay quiet, keeping our thing. We're, we're on a roll. We're doing things right. I like where we're at. Right. Let's, let's stay there and uh, let's stay quiet. So, I think he kind of enjoys that too, but um, so I guess let's talk a little bit about the offense. It came off a pretty good showing again. They scored another well, not complete thirty-eight points because right. of Minka, but thirty-one. Right, still they, good. They put up some good points. Um, James Conner looked probably the best he's looked all season. Yeah, five. They they called it five point one yards per carry, but really it was five point oh five because it was twenty carries for one hundred and one yards, not oh. one hundred and two. So, <laughs> sorry, that's the math in me. That's right. The- no, that's fine. <laughs> Still, he looked good. I thought he ran the ball really well. Um, Ben, again, did mistake-free football. Yeah, we didn't have a turnover. I know. We'd had however many straight with at least one turnover. Then we had that one, and then literally the week after, Ebron had that one. And I was like, oh, man, the streak's going to start up again. And then when we didn't have it again, I was like, man, other than the Ebron one, which was still a little questionable in my opinion – that's almost three games mistake-free football. Yeah. In, in my opinion, it is three games mistake-free football, and the refs got it wrong. Yeah. And it was like, man, like what kind of offense or, or Steelers team are we looking at on, on this side of the ball? Yeah, that helps you win games, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Everybody, yeah. like when you don't turn over the ball, then you win more games. Like, yeah, those stupid teams. Those close games that yep. we've lost to stupid teams in the past, like you said, we're now winning because we're winning the turnover battle. Right. We're only turning the ball over once instead of four picks for for some odd stupid right. reason or none at all um yeah and and i mean ben's got 11 touchdowns to one pick that's great um, it's gotta be his best start to a season i, I, I want to say his best ever he threw eight picks in a season wow um and i can't remember if that was 2017 or 2018 oh wow um that if was, it was 2018 i'd be impressed that was when he had todd haley I, I know it was Must when he had taught. Okay, uh, I know it was when he had Haley, but I can't remember the exact year. Right. Um, and that was by far his best that he's done. And I mean, he's he's on pace now. Um, to to do way better than that. Maybe not a whole bunch of touchdowns, but we're not needing him to. No, I'm fine he, with you just throw like 20 or 25, like whatever. Uh, yeah, if, if we're winning games, who gives a crap? Like exactly, we're running the ball for touchdowns, and Chase Claypool continues to show up. Um. I mean, he's up to six touchdowns on the year, so your your bold prediction for the season was he was going to have eight. Eight, yeah. And we're six, five games through, and he's got six. So I'm sure there's going to be four and one game helps. Yeah, four <laughs> and one game really boosts that total. Um, and I mean, I'm sure there's teams that's going to stop him, but at the same time, we haven't seen a lot from Juju. That's right. because teams, I think, are still double covering him. Why they haven't switched over to Chase yet, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but when you start to double up Chase, well, Juju's going to be open. Try covering someone else, yeah. Or the game plan last week, honestly, even though he didn't lead in yards, it was James Washington. Yeah. Like, the guy doesn't play a whole lot. Right. I mean, he, he plays a good chunk, but not a whole lot. And all of a sudden, like, boom, he's he's just faking it out, going straight up, and nice, easy, open open touchdown. Yeah. And so it's we have so many weapons that when we have to put it on our offense's shoulders, like in the Eagles game, I'm not afraid to do so because 
Ben, I think, could throw for 500 yards and yeah. seven touchdowns. No, that's um, I think so, too. And have no problems if things aren't working. We just right. haven't had to have him do that, and it's great. Yeah, it's nice to not, like, what, I think 2018, he, yeah, it was 2018 because he led the league in passing yards right before he messed up his arm in 2019, and he threw it a ton. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he led the league in passing yards, so he did it well, but it's like you don't want to have to do that all the time because then mm-hmm. you turn into – Unless they say the Chiefs. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. Like, you just – it's nice when you can rely on the run, open up the pass that way because it's worked so well for us this year. And, man, I just got to say, like, there's something different about this team this year. Like, obviously we're 5-0, and so it's weird to see that. <laughs> right, yeah. We're, we're not used to seeing that. Like, no. honestly, like – Two and two sometimes through the first four games yeah. is like, man, we got either two and two, like two and three, great. three and two, something like that. It's like usually about a 500 record for us beginning of the yeah. season because we always struggle and then we turn it on at the end of the season. But it's so weird seeing us five and oh, but it's just a different feel. Like Ben, I've seen in his uh, press conferences, he said like, I, I just am happy to be with a group of gra- guys like I am now. Like I'm happy to play with this defense. This defense is something special. Like. He knows what he's got in the team. Mm-hmm. Juju, like, being so selfless, like they've said, like, just being super happy for the guys. Like, no one's very egotistical in the locker room, which is super nice. We haven't had that for a while. Oh, yeah. And there's something so special about this defense. Like, I don't know if we've seen our defense look this good. And I could compare it to the the 05 defense and the 08 defense that we had. And it might be better than those that group. Like Possibly. Way more speed. Yeah, and, and just like the turnovers and the sacks that we've gotten so constantly, it's like... Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, if there was one guy from that 05 or 08 team that you could pull you know who I'm over... I have a feeling I know, but who? <laughs> I'm picking Troy. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> honestly, like, Edmonds is our weak link, and Troy would fit that real well. Yeah. I mean, if you could imagine, like... Those 10 other guys minus Edmonds and then plug Troy in there. And having Minka in the back. Oh, my gosh. Like, that that defense would be literally something else. Yeah. Like, absolutely crazy. As Pat McAfee would say, it's unfair because Paul Mull's got God on his side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whispering in his ear what the play yeah. is. <laughs> um, yeah. But, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's just – it's just like a feeling I have about mm-hmm. this team. It's different than any other year. Like, yeah, we've always just had high hopes every year, but this team overall, offense, defense, just feels like something special. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and, and I mean, we've had injuries like the rest of the teams. Maybe not as many, you know, 49ers really took a blow. Right. But, I mean, we've lost to Castro for a few games, and Dotson's come in and looked great. We lost uh, Zach Banner for the season. Yep. We put in Okafor. He's looked great. Um, you know, Chase Claypool has really become something way quicker than I think any of us thought possible. Yeah. Um, you know, e- Ebron's had his ups and downs, but I think Ebron's great. And in yep. turn, that's turned Vance McDonald into a better pass-blocking tight end, which is, I think, what we needed. Yeah. Um, and, and then the defense, last year's defense was great. And... You know, that ultimately led us to 8-8. Eight and eight. But I think, like, if any indication of last game is what's to come, our defense still isn't even there yet. Right. Um, and as much as it stinks to lose Devin Bush, and I know he can be a difference maker, it's still, like, I didn't have that worry, like, 
oh man, our season's done because we lost this one I guy. I agree. I'm with you. Like it was like, man, Spillane came in, looked good, and we're like, okay, now we have UG three, another quick guy that maybe if he's he starts practicing better, um, and Spillane or Williams or something like that starts to goof up, yeah. he can come in and at least run sideline to sideline. We have Sean Davis to back it up. We have Mar- you know a- Allen that's supposed to be doing good. So it's like all of a sudden we have this depth that we haven't had before that yeah. other teams I don't think have. Yeah. Um, that really the only position that I, I really feel like we can't lose uh, a, a major blow to is QB. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> because it, then things change a little bit. Yeah. But, it, it, no, I just – I don't know. There's something about it, and, and uh, you know, we could be in our words here down the road. But yeah, it, it's just there. there's something about this team that they're so unselfish – and they're just going out there and having fun that yep. a lot of other teams in today's age, they don't, you know. Just don't, yeah. When, when somebody's not catching, you know, OBJ, when he's not right. getting his catches or things like that, he's throwing a fit on the sidelines. <laughs> Juju had two catches for six yards, and he's fine. He's smiling. He's having a good time. He's kind of like Heinz Ward. Yeah, he really um, is. And uh, then you have Ebron, who, like, misses a catch but beats himself up, doesn't blame it on mm-hmm. anybody else, and, like, is just so dedicated to helping the team and not padding his stats that, like, you know, it's nice to see a team that well off together. Yeah. Because um, it's something that you just don't see in today's NFL anymore. No, you're right. Yeah, it's it's cool. I saw Ebron. Uh, I saw a video clip of Ebron uh, hopping off the field, kind of skipping off the field, holding a, a five up. And I was like, <laughs> he's probably just happy to be on a team that's well five and zero, oh, and just on a winning team. And he just like ha- he's having fun with Juju. You can tell out there, like right. And he hasn't had great stats either, really, this year. But like he's just having a good time out there. They just they just all have good chemistry, and it's a good mix of guys, a good re- group of guys that we have. So, and I think ultimately, like you said, we could be eating our words. But I think if you have Tomlin and Ben at the helm, heaven forbid anything would happen to Ben again. But if you have those two guys at the helm, I, I think we're in good shape. Like mm-hmm. lose anybody else that would, it would suck, but I think we'd be okay. We would know how to make up as long as those two guys are still there. I think we're okay. So, yep. Um, do you think, uh, you think Ben or Tannehill will have a bigger game? I'm going to say Ben, just because I don't think the Titans defense is that good. Um, I think that they're going to have to rely on Tannehill more, but even as we've seen from last week when they had to rely on Mayfield, that still didn't mean a whole lot. Um, And I think Ben, even with like, what, 188 or 168 yards or something like that, still outperformed Baker. Yeah. And he didn't have to do nothing. Mm -mm. Um, And so I think there's going to be opportunities to where, you know, Ben may only throw for 250 yards, but I think it's going to be enough to, you know, he's going to outperform Tannehill. Uh, via yards and, you know, maybe not air yards, which is apparently important now. But, you know what, if it comes out with a W and we play mistake-free football, I think that's the big thing. Because comparison, uh, Ben's looked a lot better playing mistake-free this year than other quarterbacks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if Tannehill turns one over or or something like that, then I I just don't see – uh, where where he can have a good bounce back game? Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you there. I I, I kind of think Ben would have the better uh, of the two because Titans defense looked really bad against the Texans. They allowed a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. They allowed a lot of points. They should have lost that game. Um, 
and I'm glad they didn't though. Yeah, I know, me too. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ben's got a lot of weapons to work with on offense, and those two combined, the weapons plus uh, poor defense, maybe like I think Ben might have a bigger game. And right, like we've said, he hasn't really put up a lot of yards this game, but it's it's been manageable for him. Man, he's just managing the offense, but. I don't know. It's just, I'm waiting for a breakout game for Ben for sure. Yeah. And this oh, yeah. could easily be it. Like mm-hmm. Deshaun lit him up um, last week. So I could, you know, that could easily be Ben doing that too. So right. Absolutely. It could be this game that he finally lights him up with some passing yards. So you never know, man. I'd love to see it. But um, do you think, uh, you think James Conner will have more rushing yards than Derrick Henry? Yes. Based on my bold prediction, yes. Nice. Um, I'm going to say James Conner goes over 100 again. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, I guess just to kind of break my bold prediction now, I, I think I think we keep Henry under 50. Okay. So That would be sweet. Um, yeah, that, that would put I, – I mean, that would really put a lot of pressure on Tannehill. Oh, yeah. Um, it would make them one-dimensional <laughs> yeah. in a hurry. Um, <laughs> yeah, and – do you think James Conner gets 100, or do you think overall we rush for 100, like Snell and McFarland, or you think just James Conner? I think we'll get over 100 total, um, but I do think Conner hits 100 for the fourth time this year. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say, cause I, and I don't think the Titans' run defense has been super great either. No, surprisingly um, it was good against the Texans last week, but overall this season it hasn't been great. Uh, I, I'm going to say that just with our end arounds and things like that, I mean, honestly – Last last week against the Browns, we kept pulling those end arounds just to kind of like almost toy with them, and right. then we were handing it off to Connor, and then out of nowhere we just handed it to Claypool again, yeah. and they weren't expecting it at all. No. We just have so much with Claypool being able to do end arounds, Ray Ray McLeod doing end arounds, yep. McFarland, Snell, Connor. I honestly could see us as a team running for 170, 180 plus. Wow. Because um, I think we're going to try and kind of mimic what uh, the Titans do, and we want to uh, not necessarily run every play, but yeah. we want to kill the clock and, and make it at least 50-50, if not more favor our side, especially if we have the lead. If we go up by two scores right out of the gate like we did against the Browns, mm-hmm. we're just going to start running the ball more, that way to kill the clock and make the pressure be put on. That's a them. good point. I didn't think about that. Like, if we win the coin toss and we elect to receive, do you think we just try to hold on to the ball as long as we can that drive like don't put the ball in Derek Henry's hands is another great way of stopping the run uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean it's like that's that's a good way to keep him off the field he's not going to be touching the ball like I would love to see us go down um and, and kind of like last week where we took the ball you know took the ball we only got three yeah but you know I, that was okay with me we mm-hmm. went down we didn't go three and out and punt and that ultimately kind of played the difference is right. we went down we scored we got something on the board to just kind of put the opposition on their heels a little bit. Yeah. And then our defense picked up the slack, scored immediately after that, mm-hmm. and, and now you're down two. So then their team's like, oh, man, what the heck's going on? Yeah. And I would love to see that again. It, it, even if we only get three, I'd love to see a 15, 18-yard, you know, 18-play drive. Oh, yeah. Um, that eats up, say, eight minutes of the first quarter, even if it only ends in three. And then all of a sudden Tannehill gets the ball with, like, seven minutes left on the first, and he's like, oh, my gosh, like – now there's only 
50, 52 minutes left to play football, <laughs> yeah. and we're already starting to get tight here on offense because we've been sitting for the last eight minutes. You <laughs> yeah, know, right. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. No, and I didn't. I really didn't think about you know the time of possession being a factor for stopping Derrick Henry until you mentioned something like that. So, be interesting to think if they kind of implement something like that. And, you know, win the coin toss, elect to receive. Let's milk the clock and take it down the field and just make sure we get points. Whatever it be, field goal, touchdown. Let's just get some points on the board. So, mm-hmm. kind of apply the pressure to them. Um, practice report or um, injury report came out today. I saw a couple. I think uh, Deontay was on there. I think he did practice today. Okay. I didn't see about DeCastro. I think he's still kind of up in there, and we still got a couple more days of practice too to right. to go and, through. But and honestly, with how Dotson's been playing, if DeCastro's not a hundred percent, as much as I like the, you know DeCastro and he's an All Pro, let him rest. I, I would rather have a hundred percent DeCastro and have him back for the rest of the year mm-hmm. um, than literally. Okay, Dotson's not playing this game. Oh, guess what? He's back in this game because mm-hmm. DeCastro's hurt again. I don't want to see this switching all the time. I want some sort of consistency. So if there's any doubt. Just sit him and let Dodson go. I agree. Yeah. The other one I'm keeping my eye on closely for the next couple of days is Mike Hilton. He um he, he was on there with a shoulder injury. Uh, yeah, I'd heard that about his shoulder. Yeah. So that would be interesting. I would hate um, to see him miss this game. He's he's like yeah blitzing him in there to maybe tackle Henry might be not be ideal, but blitz him in there to tackle Tannehill. Right. He's the he's gotta be like the top nickel in the league. Yeah, definitely for sacks. Um, maybe not coverage-wise. Um, right. And, and that's where it would be interesting to see what our game plan is because if our game plan's not to blitz as much but to stop the run and kind of, like, keep back for the play action, maybe it's okay having Cam Sutton in there a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but you're right. If we want to blitz and, and have any sort of pressure given, Mike Hilton, for sure, he, and he even, just knows how to read that. Yeah, and even if they just do, like, a, <clears throat> I'm trying to think, like, a – Shotgun formation, almost like a draw, and Tannehill takes the ball and tries to give it to Henry, and and Hilton's already back there when it starts. Like that could be one of those things where we talked about, like if you stop Derrick Henry before he gets started, mm-hmm. even if Hilton doesn't make the tackle himself, he slows him down, have somebody else get back there in the backfield to, to wrap him up and finish it up. Uh, yeah, I mean if Derrick Henry like, were to smash his head into the ground or something <laughs> like that, not that we would want to see that, right? Yeah. But <laughs> it's enough to slow him down to have somebody like Cam Hayward, Stephon Tua, Alu Alu, Watt, Dupree, yeah. Vince Williams, somebody to come somebody and clean up. That's clean a up. bigger guy that can you know put put the wood on him. I just so. really like Mike Hilton a lot, and he's looked great this year. And uh, I'd hate to see him miss this game with uh, the shoulder injury. So I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Hopefully he can he can bounce back and uh, get to get back in practice. And yeah. I mean, being a Wednesday practice, it's one of those that if he didn't practice, it could just be, you know, they designate it because he did get injured, but mm-hmm. it's really just a rest and he'll be right. back in. So really Thursday and specifically Friday is the right. big one to kind of look at. Right. So. Yeah. We'll be keeping an eye on that one. So um. How about a uh, – you gave me your bold prediction. Mm-hmm. I know um, that one is a bold prediction. That one will be sweet. I, I'd like to see that one. <laughs> I would love to see that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, my bold prediction for this game, I think James Conner is going to score a total of three touchdowns, whether you know rushing, you know, passing, touchdown. I think he's going to score it. He's uh, He's been – like our rush offense when we get down in the – I don't know. Inside the ten, inside the five, has been actually surprisingly good this year. Really good. And I feel like in the past we've struggled with you know finally finishing off some of those drives. I think those end arounds help. Yeah, those have a lot, and we we've been very successful on that. Um, you know, whether it's Snell coming in, Connor coming in, just to plow right ahead and do it. 
I don't know. That could really um be a difference in the game. James Conner looked great last week. Mm-hmm. I think he'll kind of continue on that, have a good r- day rushing, and then uh, also cap it off with a with a big three touchdowns for this game. Uh, so. Yeah, that would be great. And we haven't seen him a whole lot in the passing game, but again, it's because we haven't had to have him in yeah. the passing game. And so that's another element where if he can, you know, if he starts getting involved in that, no, he's not Le'Veon Bell was back in the day, but he's competent in yeah. catching the ball and running in open space with the ball. Um, that's something to kind of look for too because we haven't had to utilize it a whole lot. So it's something that teams may forget about yeah. um, and be like, oh, we got to watch Chase and Juju. Um, and that could leave, you know, Ebron, Washington, Connor. McFarlane maybe McFarlane. even. McFarlane. Right. I mean, it's anybody open yep. um, for it. So it's something to, to definitely be. Yeah, that would be cool because, you know, I feel like we kind of overlook Connor because there's Claypool, Juju, and Ebron, and Deontay, and James Washington, and so many other weapons. We kind of just overlook Connor as being maybe the the guy that they go through. And it almost seems like um, every week they've just been game planning around a, a wide receiver. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, Chase, we're going to make this your week. Juju, we're going to make this your week. Deontay, we're going to make this your week. And then it was James Washington last week. It's like yeah. they're just – just passing the ball around like hey you're gonna have some touchdowns you're gonna have some touchdowns like <laughs> it's been cool but uh yeah you never know they might uh, involve james a little bit more in the passing game this week so um what do you have for a score prediction for this game i have uh us winning 31 to 17 okay so us us kind of taking it to it um more you know I, I i just i just feel so confident about it which could be good could be bad um, that that I I just I feel like our defense will hold them in check and and we're gonna get out to like that two or three possession lead like we did against the Browns and and the Titans will have to play catch up most of the game and pass it more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my score prediction is twenty seven twenty. I do think it's gonna be a close game, and uh, ultimately, like we said, I think it comes down to if we stop the run and get ahead. Then I think it's gonna kind. Of, I think it's gonna be close the whole game, and fourth quarter will be kind of when we pull away and and are able to kneel it, mm-hmm. because fourth quarter is gonna come around. Uh, my prediction: fourth quarter is gonna come around. We're gonna have uh, the Titans are gonna have the ball and they're gonna fail on their either last drive, second to last drive. We're gonna be able to run out the clock and win it. So I kind of think it's gonna end up like that. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Hats off to the Titans if they end up beating us because. Two really good teams going off here. I mean, it, it could go either way. But, right. Um, yeah, as long as we come to play and it's a good game, you know, I'll still be sad if we lose. But, right. you know, it, it, as long as we look good and, and uh, you know, we're not, not making the stupid mistakes and, and things like that, uh, I'll be fine. Um, not happy, but I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, it's just it's one of those that I'm excited to see. And, I, I mean, we've we've got to kneel – for all five of our games, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people have said, well, the Steelers, you know, the first four weeks, they were, you know, putting up 30 points or whatever, but we were also kneeling, and, and so we weren't running up the score because right. we didn't have to, so that's something to kind of look at, too, where 27-20 could be closer than what it shows. You know, yeah. we could be with inside the, the you know, five-yard line and kneeling it at the end of the game because we can, and we don't, you know, we don't need to push those extra points on the board. Yeah, no, so you're right. I, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Oh, yeah. If Ben wants to come out, uh, come out of the game when it's like nine minutes left. Oh yeah, because <laughs> we don't need him anymore. Yeah, it's like I don't know if he's ever had to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not that I can ever remember. He's never exited a game unless it's an injury, basically. Yeah, 
Makes uh, you worried when you come back from commercial. You're like, oh, God, no, right? Ben's not in. What's going it's on? It's got to either be preseason or an injury. <laughs> and he's sticking it in there. But. Uh, all right, cool, man. Yeah, anything else to add for this game, for this matchup? It's going to be a good test, test for our team. Yep. Undefeated Great versus test. undefeated. I, I'm debating on wearing my jersey because I was, I, was, I was out on vacation uh, last weekend, and I forgot the jersey. So I didn't wear the jersey, and we had a blowout. And smashed them. So... If I wear the jersey and it's a close game, I may not wear the jersey and just go with like Steelers shirts or right, something right. the rest of the year. Just wear the same you know, exact thing you wore last yeah, time. Yeah, being <laughs> superstitious here. So, <laughs> well, sweet. All right, man. Well, I don't have anything else to add to this. So uh, I appreciate everybody uh, watching the the video. Um, you know, make sure to give us your uh, preview, um, basically your prediction for the game. We'd like to hear score, maybe some smack talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh but yeah feel free to uh comment down below um other than that until then go Steelers go Steelers